Welcome to Say When, a podcast for anyone who's had enough of restrictive diets, feeling bad about their bodies, or believing they can never be worthy or valued until they reach their ideal weight. Had enough? Then it's time to say when. I'm Holly Toscanini, a certified health coach and chronic dieter. I coach women who are ready to walk away from diet culture and redefine their relationship with food while establishing a peaceful relationship with their bodies. Does this sound like you? If so, I'm glad you're here. This non-diet approach to health is important because it allows you to stop wasting precious time and energy trying to change yourself to fit some unrealistic ideal of beauty. Plus, it speaks to your underlying desire to feel valued and worthy just as you are. Ready to learn more? Let's get started. Hello, I'm Holly Toscanini. Welcome to this episode of Say When, the podcast for women who are ready to walk away from diet culture and redefine their relationship with food while establishing a peaceful relationship with their bodies. If you've had enough, it's time to say when. Today, we're going to talk about chronic dieting. See, in the last episode, we uncovered the truth behind diet culture and how it influences our self-esteem and sense of self-worth. Today, we're going to talk about chronic dieting, what it is, why you need to know about it, and how to recover, how to stop the roller coaster of losing weight and then gaining it back again. So what is chronic dieting? The American Journal of Clinical Nutrition defines chronic dieting as going on and off calorie-restrictive diets for two years or more, or being obsessed with weight and size. It seems totally normal because everybody you know is on a diet, and if not, we tend to look at them as undisciplined or gluttonous or lazy. Basically, we're suspicious. We don't know why they don't seem to care about themselves or how they look, right? You see, chronic dieting gives us the illusion of control over our bodies and our lives. It can give us a temporary high when we feel successful, but unfortunately, it also makes us feel really bad about ourselves because we failed at our diet again. It can also make us feel like we're being moral and virtuous by being on a diet, by always working towards being good when it comes to food. It proves we have some self-control. Chronic dieting perpetuates a cycle of restricting and then overeating food. We always have that last chance feeding frenzy the weekend before we start our next diet, detox, or, or cleanse, right? It teaches us to disconnect from our bodies and it ignores our natural hunger cues. And the worst thing is, is that it keeps us bound to this belief that our happiness is always sometime in the future when we've reached our ideal weight. Chronic dieting is a form of perfectionism, that fear of giving up control and trusting ourselves to eat intuitively and actually enjoy our food. We need to recognize that we're worth loving no matter what we weigh. You know, researcher Brene Brown says that understanding the difference between healthy striving and perfectionism is critical to laying down the shield and picking up your life. Research shows that perfectionism hampers success. In fact, it's often the path to depression, anxiety, addiction, and life paralysis. So how do we recover from chronic dieting? You have to walk away from diet culture. You have to let go of the diet mindset, learn mindfulness and intuitive eating. You have to practice self-compassion and curiosity instead of judgment. You also have to embrace emotional and stress eating. I said it, embrace emotional eating. When I began the process of detoxing from diet culture, I realized that I was absolutely a chronic dieter and it was time for that to end. 
no more diets, no more restricting food or limiting food. I had labeled lots of foods as bad before, but if I wanted to have something, I, I just gave myself unconditional permission to eat it. Now that didn't mean I went crazy. It just meant that if I wanted it, I had it. And because it was no longer off limits, I didn't seem to want as much, but it was okay if I did. See, part of my obsession with dieting was all about tracking calories in versus calories out. I logged my food, I weighed my food, I weighed myself every single day. Also, no more tracking food meant no more tracking my every move, no more focusing on the scale or the size of my clothes or how many steps I walked a day. Letting all that go was scary, but it was exciting too. I'd been wearing a fitness tracker almost every day and most nights for more than four years. And when I took off that tracker, the first thing that went through my mind was that, oh my God, if I don't track my steps, they won't count. <laughs> Ridiculous, I know. But it's that kind of obsession that was making me nuts. Now, the more I learn about eating psychology, mindful and intuitive eating, and self-coaching, the less I focused on what I ate. I was able to turn my attention to how I ate and why I was eating. I began to feel safe around food. And you can too. Now, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about body image. It's okay if you don't love your body. Really, it is. <laughs> we'll talk more about that next time. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Say When, the podcast for women who've had enough of diet culture and are ready to get on with their lives. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, send me a DM through Instagram at Holly Toscanini, or you can find me on my website, hollytoscanini.com. Thanks for joining me.